0: Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about The Young Pope, Netflix's new A Series of Unfortunate Events, The New Celebrity Apprentice, and the ever-changing inauguration lineup. Mm -hmm. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. Hey. (laughs) How was your week? Um.
1: So uneventful. It was a busy week. I just feel like a slave to the system.
0: Literally. I worked so, I worked three parties at work, and my two days that weren't parties were setting up for the parties. What a nightmare. It was a zoo. Like, I was, I'm pooped. But Friday, I had the day off, and I've never watched so much stuff on the DVR in one day. It was just a dream.
1: You have bed sores? What's that? When you don't move. (laughs)
0: No (laughs) I hope I don't ever have that. But I will say this. Leah Remini's Scientology show is the best thing on television.
1: I heard it's good. The rest of it.
0: I mean, it is so I'm I have a feeling it's about to end. But it is. I think it's the finale.
1: That makes me sad. That's the only reason why I say that. I wonder if they'll do like another
0: season of that or if they'll evolve it in some other way. I could watch that kind of stuff forever. Hearing people's stories about... I mean, it's just nuts. The whole thing is just nuts.
1: I'm a Scientologist.
0: So, uh, my friend who's in town from North Carolina said they went to the Celebrity Center today. To do? Just to be nosy and like peek around. And they said everybody was very nice. I was like, well, yeah, what are they going to be mean? Right. I was like, what were you thinking? They were going to like kill you? Not in the lobby. They won't. No. <laughs> Exactly. They wait wait till it gets to the roof. Mm-hmm. The roof. Do you say roof? Roof. Um, so the first thing we're going to talk about is the new HBO series, The Young Pope, starring Jude Law and Diane Keaton. We just watched the first episode literally right before we hit record. What'd you think about it?
1: I like Diane Keaton. Yeah. I can't tell you a single movie I've seen her in. Uh,
0: uh, Annie Hall. Never saw it. Something's Gotta Give. With Jack Nicholson, yeah, didn't see it oh, that movie's pretty cute because I said so with Mandy Moore. Did't see it. Love Jude Law, yeah, hate the show. What did
1: you hate about it? Um, actually, I didn't hate it. I think there's something challenging about the subject matter, yeah, in the sense that it's just so uninteresting. Like, I don't really care about the Pope. Yeah. You know? So, it's just... There's nothing that you... You can make him, like, the most riotous Pope I've ever seen, and I still won't care.
0: Yeah. But that's it. I liked it. I thought it was inter- in- entertaining. I always shy away from stuff that sort of is a little sacrileg- it could That could teeter on being sacrilegious. But... I thought that they did; they just didn't go there. That's not what it's about. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it could be next week, and then I just won't keep going. But I thought Jude Law was great. He's the perfect person for this type of role because the material is very slow and very dry, and he is just charming and interesting enough to take that kind of material on. Also, if there, I think he's a good choice for like the rock star kind of like Pope. Because he is sophisticated in a way. In a way that that needed to be. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, of course. It's like, this will never happen. The first, like, five minutes where he, like, has this dream of, like, his first day as Pope, I thought, okay, this is just to get people to watch it.
1: And it's a little, I mean, I I wonder how they would use it. I can't say that I would watch it again. Um, yeah. Maybe. Because stylistically, I think it's cool. Yeah, But... It's just, like, these weird flashbacks and, like, flash-forward type dreams or, like, illusions that he's imagining. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Maybe there's some greater
0: meaning behind it. Definitely. I could see that. That, that for sure, have an issue with his wig, though.
1: But he's the only man on the face of the earth who looks decent with a receding hairline. Oh,
0: definitely. For sure. Then that's what I'm saying. Why not just embrace that? Right, exactly. This weird, like beautiful that's his choice probably so odd and some there were certain moments where i was like what but i thought it was good i would i definitely would watch it again you know it came out like five
1: months ago in the uk or wherever it's from the young pope yes why so different in timing mm-hmm. i think it's just um
0: that guy paulo sorrentino oh when he shot it wow I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see where it keeps going. I didn't watch the coming up because I usually hate when they do that because they spoil everything. Right. Especially a show like this where it's so slow. I have a feeling they'll give all like the juicy bits away. Yeah, no thanks. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is the new um, Netflix series, A Series of Unfortunate Events. Based on the book, it pretends the movie never existed. And it stars Neil Patrick Harris, Joan Cusack. Alfrey Woodard. Yeah. Um, I went into to it sort of already squinting my eyes because I don't really enjoy Neil Patrick Harris, Mm-mm. and I don't think that he's necessarily a character actor. So the fact that he's playing a part that is basically all characters—it's like
1: Neil Patrick Harris as yeah. What,
0: what I mean? works so great about Jim Carrey in that movie, yeah, is that Jim Carrey is the definition. Even though all of his characters are all sort of similar and very eccentric mm-hmm. eccentric. Mm-hmm. He is so crazy and cuckoo himself that it makes it work. Neil Patrick Harris is just like a heightened human. There's nothing like super interesting about him or super original about anything that he's doing. Agreed. This that character requires a Robin Williams, Jim Carrey.
1: I don't want to see somebody as something. I want to see them like they are it exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So every time, like, I see Patrick watching it. By the way, I've seen zero episodes, and I see little previews. It's like here's him in a wig, or here's you know what I mean. It yeah. just doesn't.
0: He's just not that type of actor. There's no substance. I understand why they picked him because he has so much name value, of course. But, eh, I thought also it's hard to, uh, I would say, like similar to like a Spider Man, when you put stuff out and then you put it out again three years later. You Doesn't have, have the to same really make it different exactly. and unique in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Or it's just the same thing over and over. And there were a lot of similarities to the movie. I mean, he looks just like Jim mm-hmm. Carrey's makeup did. Mm-hmm. The little kids are simil- very similarly cast. And they're like his house, pieces of the world. And I understand it's based off a book and they're trying to stick to the book. But it's like... It just is sort of the same thing. It needs to be different. And also a lot of the effects look very cheap. That's exactly
1: was, what I was saying when I saw Batson. It looks like some today. terrible green screen. Yeah, I just don't know how I mean Netflix how somebody like that could get away with it. You know what I mean?
0: Well, because I think they put they think it, it's definitely aimed towards like a family audience. Right. And so I think they just think it doesn't really matter. How many episodes do you watch? Just the first one. And you think that's it? I don't. I just don't like him enough to keep going. Maybe I'd watch a second one, but I love Joan Cusack and she was very cute in it. So then I thought, especially towards the end, I was like, maybe I could watch this again.
1: Alfie Woodard plays Meryl Streep's character.
0: Oh. And okay. it's terrible. Oh. It,
1: it sounds like, or it looks like she's, you know, an SNL when they're reading the cue cards. Yeah. That's what it
0: looks like. <laughs> I said. How many episodes in is she? Mm, four? Oh, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> um, so that's that. Next, we're gonna talk about the new Celebrity Apprentice. Love. So, the Celebrity Apprentice is a show that Donald Trump used to host, but obviously now he's busy,
1: and is executive producing it. Though. So he's
0: still executive producing, even though he's made it clear, and they've sort of made it clear he doesn't really have anything to do with it other than just getting a check.
1: Like which he still should not be doing. Which is
0: like any creator when they create a show. Of course. Um, but you didn't watch The Old Apprentice before. Not a single episode. The Celebrity Apprentice has always been sort of stupid. Because it's like these very low end celebrities. Right. They always have like two or three that are real celebrities. Snooky. This time it would be <laughs> Snooky. Boy George is a celebrity. And, like, Carney Wilson, even though she's the definition of, like, one of those people who does all the reality shows, Mm -hmm. she's a celebrity. And then the two housewives, like it or not, they're A-list celebrities. Kyle Richards is a...
1: A A-list. As far
0: as TV goes in that kind of world... You're on crack. All the housewives... Of the housewives, Kyle Richards, I would say, is, like, in the top five. As far as, like, name recognition. Kim (laughs) Zolciak. You know what I'm saying? Like them... The other one, what's the other girl's name? Cheree. Who's that? From Atlanta. Whitfield. No, what's this girl's name that's on the Celebrity Apprentice? Kyle Richards. No, the black girl. Oh, Portia. Oh yeah. She eats Ugh. at Marmalade Cafe all the time. Um, anyway, so they have to go on these little do these little challenges where they like basically do presentations for companies.
1: Like pitching ideas. Yeah. And- Campaigns,
0: the media whole point campaigns. is they make a lot of money for charity. They make $50,000 for charity every episode. So I understand the instinct for celebrities to do it. Because mm-hmm. it's great PR for them. It's yep. great PR for their charity. Yep. And you actually make money for, for them. Exactly. Um, But this season has been pretty interesting already. It's weird. Like... um Arnold is not necessarily a host in the same way that Donald Trump was a host. Mm-hmm. You watched The the Apprentice halfway just for him mm-hmm. to hear how crazy he was and all this crazy stuff he said to them. And he was so good at, you know, doing that. That was, a, he was great at it. And Arnold is obviously a higher talent. You know what I mean? He's just not there. A to,
1: robot.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, he doesn't bring anything to the table. <laughs> But it is—it's like the—it's like stupid, fun, fluff reality TV. I'm surprised I like it. Yeah, I, I still, and they did this last time too. Is that I don't understand why it always is on two hours at a time. I told you it's gonna be done in like three weeks. Why do they break? I mean, that's just too much. I, by the end, I'm pooped. Maybe that
1: way they don't have to. um Well, that's true. I'm surprised that they would do that. Because you would think people would fall off in the second half. Yeah,
0: it used to come on Sunday nights and it would be on for two hours. And I just remember always, like, it would get backed up on my DVR because I'd be like, I don't have two hours. Right. But luckily this time, I haven't missed a single minute. (laughs) Are You The One also came back this week. And we watched the first one. The people just aren't that cute. Mm. I mean, they were okay looking. They're all
1: obviously very attractive. My only thing is that there's not any normal-looking people on there.
0: Yeah, and they changed that last season. Exactly. That show is so silly. Every time I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't watch this. But then I'm like, oh, this is kind of good. It's sort of like the challenge. <laughs> right, exactly. Which the challenge is something I, as a 27-year-old, should probably not still be watching. That's true. But I love it. It's fun. It's the same people. It's Exactly. They're just stuck in some weird cycle. Like Teen Mom. But team Mom, they're all starting to do that thing where they're like, I don't want to film this. But it's like, at what point you have to film something, you're getting paid to display your life on TV.
1: Yeah, but that's like their life. Yeah. The challenge is like them fighting in a bar. I like that. Do you like seeing people fight on TV? Duh. I was watching I Love New York when I was like 12. That's true. And Rock of Love. <laughs>
0: um the last thing we're gonna talk about today is the inauguration lineup so the inauguration's coming up friday and so far they've announced three doors down which hey y'all what y'all been up to three doors down toby keith and the, do you know who toby keith is yes what's the toby keith song? i don't know a song i know the name toby keith and then obviously they have like the moment tabernacle choir and jackie Ivanco, oh yeah that little girl She's a trans sister. No way. Mm-hmm. She's grown now, though, right? Oh, yeah. She's like 14. She was a nugget on Oprah and uh, the Rockettes. Interesting. The really reason I brought this up is that Jennifer Holiday mm-hmm. was confirmed to do it. And then within 24 hours, dropped out. Good for her. The thing I don't understand about that is why would she say yes in the first place? Because she
1: has sung for every other president in the entire world.
0: But did she not for one second think of the hailstorm of bad publicity that would be for her? No,
1: because you read her statement. Yes. She basically self-dragged herself. She said, you know, I have to be thankful for all of you guys who spoke up, who have stood up for me and looked out for me far past the shine of my star. I said, you're right. You're
0: not famous. I mean, literally. (laughs) I just thought, first of all, the fact that the people that they've been asking to do this, just people I've never even heard of, and I've heard of everybody.
1: So embarrassing. But
0: that, it's just, Jennifer Holiday. I was like, we are really digging. (laughs) I mean, Three Doors Down already is pretty digging. But it just also, which we've discussed earlier this week, people like Nicole Kidman, Mm -hmm. and Marie Osmond Mm -hmm. I don't understand the need to put your name into it if you're not really involved because it's if you have the internet if you have a head you realize that throwing your name into that ring right now is not going to do you any favors that's true it's just going to make people really a lot of people really not like you especially Nicole Kidman but she then came back and and like I said I understood what she was saying but it just, I don't get it. Marie Osmond, she's just trying to get her name on something. God bless her. But it just, you know, I don't get it. I don't get why, why you would, at this point, it's like, why would you bring that kind of pressure on yourself?
1: I just can't imagine what it's going to be like. To think that
0: we went from this star-studded oh, yeah. eight years. That, I mean, that party, They're like, goodbye party. Mm-hmm. It was like, first of all, I would go anywhere just to see Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> that Billy Eichner I was watching something he was saying I was in the same room as Taylor Jessica Parker and I and thought and they
1: will steer clear from that entire
0: oh, administration yeah. it's gonna be very not uh, what's his face Ted who's Ted Nugent. Nugent oh Nugent I don't even know who that poor is poor guy okay our question this week comes from Diana and she said or excuse me Diane I'm sorry I'm blind at night I cannot see you gotta get that chat. Diane hello how are you she says, why do you think Octavia Spencer is the one being nominated now and not Janelle Monet? We can't speak to that. Here's what I think. Here's what I would say. She's already an Oscar winner. Exactly. She's already an Oscar winner. And if every year since she won for The Help, mm-hmm. she's been at the Oscars every single year as a presenter. Mm-hmm. She's kept her name in that ring the entire time. That's true. Janelle Monet is brand new. I haven't seen Hidden Figures yet. But she's like the comedic relief in it, from everything that I've heard. And in Moonlight, the other movie she's being mm-hmm. considered for, she's just not significant enough of a part to be nominated.
1: But I think it's still Janelle has a weird, to me, foot up on Hidden Face on Octavia. Yeah, just because she is in Moonlight. Absolutely. You know, she has another movie that's swirling her I name mean, is. Jessica
0: Chastain got nominated for the help really because of the year she had. Exactly. Not for that. Exactly. The bigger thing is that's interesting to me is that Taraji is basically out of it now. And she's the star of the movie.
1: Yeah. For I guess minute, we have, we have a better understanding. We will know better when we see it. Yeah. You know, but I can't really imagine that Taraji B. Henson is doing a better job than Octavia Spencer.
0: No. <laughs> From everything I've seen, all the reviews I've read, Octavia is like the middleman, Right. Like, she's like the straight man. But that's okay. Also, the woman that Taraji Piencin plays is still alive. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. She's like 90-something. Did you know that
1: those women put him on the moon? Or yeah. helped?
0: And that Janelle Monet got like halfway through the movie before she realized it wasn't uh, fiction.
1: Wait, you knew about them? Like, you had learned about them? Yeah.
0: I just watched all these... I watched clear my DVR. No, I mean like when you were a child. Oh no, i would never heard of him. That's life. what I meant. Oh, I'm sorry. Obviously, you know now. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about him. I've never heard of this story in my entire life. That's what I think is
1: fascinating. Also,
0: the woman Octavia Spencer played helped code the IBM computers. Mm-hmm. Huh? Amazing. <laughs> Go for them. Hidden figures. Hashtag hidden fences. Thank you, Diane, for your question. If you have a question for us, you can email us at let's chatwithcurry at gmail.com. Your song of the week.
1: Mm, I think this is it. I hope it's it. If not, you guys are going to get a surprise. Uh, dogs laying around playing by a band called My Bubba. I'm stuck downtown, there's no train for I wanna be I'm stuck downtown, there's no train for I wanna be Cause you won't be at the station waiting for me For him I'm a failure, for earth I'm as good as anyone else As good as else. me I'm as good as you are. my
0: test.
1: They're a little freaky
0: How'd you hear of it?
1: NPR Is it a good time? I like it hey. And that's enough for me to put it on here
0: There you go uh, My song of the week is called Issues by Julia Michaels
1: Judge me, cause if you did, baby, I really did you too. Cause I got
0: issues, but you got them too. So give them all to
1: make and I'll give them you.
0: Let's give the glory of all our
1: problems. Cause we got the kind of love it takes to solve.
0: Yeah, I got issues. Rob sent it to me like four days ago and I really like it. There we go. This week you are looking forward to
1: getting paid time and a half tomorrow and the
0: inauguration
1: on Friday and that's it.
0: I'm looking forward to that movie Split that comes out on Friday. I really want to see that. It looks crazy. I'm excited. Patrick liked it. Remember he went to the screening last year. That'll be good. I'm jealous. And finally your goober of the week. Vine. Because it's leaving? Tuesday. I just still cannot accept that Vine is just going away.
1: It makes me sad.
0: It's just nuts. So what happens to all your Vines? Are you going to save them on the computer?
1: So the only Vines you can save are the ones that I've made. Oh. I'm like, what's the point? I don't want to. Should we these. just make a really
0: long video where we record you scrolling through your phone? <laughs> How We're going to miss those. But I think... You can still look at them online. Okay.
1: I just think you can't create and share them as a platform on there
0: anymore. Okay. But we can still look at all the ones you have on your feed. I think. I mean, those have really given us some real entertainment in the last like year. I just
1: did. I I think I revived like twenty five things today. My just so candy. I can see it.
0: Li- I mean, I mean there's just <laughs> a million little jokes. Sad. That so makes sad. me sad. What about you? Uh my group of the week is Reba. Uh, she's coming Reba out do? with an album of gospel classics oh, and standards. Reba. It's like, when you hit a certain age, you make a choice. You either keep making original music, mm-hmm. or you become like a thing. Like an old thing. <laughs> like you put out those CDs like Jennifer Holliday said she's working on a new album. No, you're not. <laughs> not something anybody's gonna buy. And Reba literally four or five years ago had number ones wow so you don't need to become like a legacy act Mm -mm. and when you make albums of like gospel standards after you haven't had a CD in like three or four years that's your way of saying I don't really have a voice in music anymore so I'm just trying to put out something to put out something sad I don't like that I don't like that at all (laughs) but alas she's Reba so it's not I don't like her that's true I mean I'll give it a listen that's our podcast for this week. If you want to hear us outside this podcast, you can follow us on youtube.com uh, slash tallpaulpictures. You can follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo Adrian J. Gomez on facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. And if you have a question for us, you can email us at Let'sChatWithCurry@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Goodbye. Bye.